What's up, homies? Welcome to the Where Do We Begin podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Radio TV. Welcome to our first ever 13 plus episode. <laughs> uh, joining me today is. Uh, it's me, Balt. It's me, Log. I'm Trog. And our special guest. I'm on this one. Welcome What's your name? to. What? What's your oh, name? They... Hi. They don't, may, maybe people don't know who you are. We don't know. Well, they're a bitch that, if they don't know who talk, I am. A lot of that people era. have talked about how they listen to the podcast but don't watch anything else we do. Well, fuck you if you don't watch my stream. Hey, I'll say Today, that. Just, just before out. this podcast, we had a titillating discussion about 18 plus content matter. <laughs> so today we've decided that it's time for the teens episode. This is the 13 plus episode of Where Do We Begin. Today we're going to be talking about all your favorite middle school hits. Yeah. Airsoft guns. Uh-huh. Monster energy. The cool S. Newgrounds.com. Specifically, no smut, no drugs. We're keeping it... <laughs> Between the ages podcast. of between the ages of twelve, but under eighteen, no. thirteen plus. No, no little kids, tweens, teens only. Only we've got four. Listen, we've got. If you Minecraft. are old enough to down a Monster Energy drink and not die, you can't listen to this. Sponsored by Axe Body Spray. Yeah, yeah. Do they still do that? <laughs> Bringing up Monster, I actually just had a conversation with my husband, and I asked him, when is the last time you had an energy drink? Can you never, think of the uh, last on, time? Never. When I worked at Petco, I, like, for the first year or two before I started drinking coffee, uh, I would do energy drinks on the days where I would have to be up at 7 a.m., um, and uh, I, I'll be real, maybe I'm a freak, and this does carry over from my middle school days, but I love the taste of Basic Monster. Really? Um, it's kind of it's kind of like a monstrous evil potion, but I like it. <laughs> that, that's, um, death, death, but sorry, whenever Death Stranding first came out, Kojima tricked me into, like, it worked. Oh, and it, I bought, worked, I, it worked, you <laughs> I bought a can of Monster, and that shit tasted like perfume. It was terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's really, really overbearing. It tastes like it's gonna kill you, yeah. and I like it. I think I had a monster once at age thirteen. So on topic, I stopped because they were making me feel like I was going to die when I drank them <laughs> after a while. Because it was like, and it was only one a week. Usually, one a week was enough to make me feel like I was getting sicker by drinking these. And with the help of Balp. I quit. It, it was Balp specifically <laughs> because Balp, Balp turned me on to iced coffee, and uh, and now I drink iced coffee I every have day. Had which is one energy drink in my life. Someone gave really? me really. Someone was at the park handing what, out you have a NOS. No, someone was at the park hanging it like here in Boston. Someone I, I think it was like someone was handing out like uh like Red Bulls like as free samples, and I had mm. one when I was like I think I was like I was like sixteen, seventeen. Or no, not no, 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 way earlier, younger than that. I don't remember anymore. But I tried it. I was like, oh, this thing's gross, which, you know, I was like a teenager back then. But I was but like, you're I the demographic. Need... Whatever. I thought it tasted bad. So it was that combined with the fact that every kid at my high school, like Wayne said, every kid at my high school who drank Monster looked like they were dying. So, yeah. <laughs> I, so I was like, I don't think I need this. I'm on the same boat as Belt. I had one Monster at age 13, and I was like, this doesn't taste nearly as good as Dr. Pepper. And so I never had another. I almost, I almost had a second energy drink. I almost had a Red Bull. I, whenever I was buying textbooks for college, mm-hmm. uh, the textbook store just gave me a Red Bull with my books. 
Okay. I I, for some reason, I was like, okay, well, I've never had this. I could try it. And then I walk outside and I take a look at the Red Bull and there's a hole in the bottom of the can and it's spraying out. What? Oh, <laughs> That's why it was free. They got you. They Damn. got you. That was like a fucking elaborate prank. Oh, I swore. I guess 13 years old, 13 year olds are swearing. I think I think they're used to the swearing. I guess you know <laughs> on the no thirteen longer. plus podcast. No, no, it's thirteen plus still. I was swearing at thirteen, but when I was thirteen, I was learning new swears. So today we're going to teach you about all the swears. We're gonna we're gonna go over a list. We're gonna go over which ones are cool. It's not so. This episode isn't safe for teenagers. It's like no, for, it's absolutely it's safe. For, but we're teaching them like swears. Yeah, yeah no, it's no, it's thirteen plus. It's focused it's on like them. We got We got to bring them in, yeah, right? Just like Family Guy. We're thirteen swears. Y- y'all talking about having Monster Energy drinks at 13. I vividly recall multiple 13-year-old birthday parties, like when people were turning 13, where the two of the main focuses of the birthday parties were Airsoft and Monster Energy. I'm not awesome. even joking. That I sounds, yeah, vividly that remember... At your buddy Tanner's place? I, I vividly remember um, his name was... Uh, I actually... I had Hunter. Tanner. Uh, Tyler. Tyler, there you go. actually. Um, Got the, there. Uh, but at Tyler's birthday party... Uh, we got, we went to 7-Eleven, which I never got to do, and we got giant-sized Monster Energy Slurpees, Aww. and we drank those, and we stayed up all night playing a Naruto PS2 game, and it was Hell fucking yeah. dope. It was Hell dope. Yeah. Hell That's sick. Fucking, yeah. Dang, Monster Energy Slurpee. And we, I would always do, I did a lot, it, it, it kind of fucked, I'm gonna be real. The, I wouldn't drink it today because I live in an adult body that will die if I if I ingest it. I don't know, like, I, per, I perceive, like, energy drinks on the same level as, like, medicine. That's like telling me you had a, a Robitussin I don't smoothie. know, man! No, that's <laughs> I think not. I think I got indoctrinated, I got indoctrinated at a young age. Like, the energy drinks when you're, like, 13 years old are seen as this, like, cool, elusive thing. It's like, you drink this, you're gonna be up all night. And you would be, because you're Whoa. 13 and you shouldn't you know, be putting that shit in your body. Actually... Energy is like those is like those old western guys that called themselves doctor and sold cocaine out of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bro. you're right. You're right. I'm not disagreeing with anything you say. I, I was thinking about the, uh, I was thinking about the psychology of energy drinks because I think what it is is that energy drinks are are special to like somebody between the ages of sixteen and eighteen because it is one of the few drinks you are allowed to have that like has a physical effect on your body right like you can't drink yeah. alcohol but you can right. drink an yeah. energy drink and can't feel fucked up can't smoke weed. Exactly. Shoot up heroin. <laughs> That's not like an adult can. Well, you can't shoot up heroin at any point. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. It's not, not allowed. We no do one not, should be doing that. We don't condone it. But don't anyway, if you're 13 and you see a heroin needle, throw that shit away and down a NOS drink immediately. <laughs> well, maybe. Not sure that's much better. <laughs> it'll, it'll help you run away from the drugs faster. <laughs> Crack open your verification can. Oh, is that a reference? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I did, I did so much airsoft shit around that time, too. Um, and I, don't, I didn't really like it, but I did it. Yeah, uh, forced to do yeah. it. I mean, because all my friends were into it, yeah, so I yeah. went to I went to I went to Sports Authority or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, is that what that store is called? I don't what know. Store? I don't know. Dick Sporting Sports Goods? Authority. Oh, Dick yeah. Sporting Goods is one of them. Yeah, Sports Authority. I think Authority Sports is Authority is another one. Yeah. yeah, and I got like an airsoft SMG, and it was kind of cool. Are airsoft uh, but... guns allowed to look like real guns? I think they yeah. have to have the. Uh, they have like, to. They, they, they have yeah. some things that give them away. Um, but yeah, I had it. It looked like a UMP forty-five, up forty-five, 
and I always hated it because like when you would play Fucking airsoft ump. in the woods, yeah, it was an ump, baby. Uh, the <laughs> It w- it, I kind of hated it because, like, it was fun to shoot them, but you would play airsoft in the woods, right? And, like, the only... You wouldn't be wearing, like, armor or anything. You're, you would just be wearing, like, jeans and, like, two hoodies for protection. And it would still kind of hurt to get hurt, to get hit by, like, the tiddlywink guns like I had. Mm-hmm. But one of my freak-ass fucking not-friends uh, had a... Had, like, a fucking, like, airsoft M16 replica that shot shit at, like... Like two thousand, like I don't know what the 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 word is for it, like MPM Nuts. or something. It it has it has some weird fucking like it's like feet per second. Yeah, it was FPS. It was like two thousand feet per second, some wow. fucking crazy shit like that. And you would and he would aim for your neck. Uh, and I hated him. Oh, he would, he would oh, aim for your dick. neck, and you would get and you would get welts. And it was just like cool. I love being thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick, bro. <laughs> I really. So this could not happen in America, but apparently I like I was talking to some other kids that immigrated to America from China um like a little after I did and according to them I like missed the boat on uh on like airsoft in China. So mm. just to let you know, fake weapons for kids absolute blast in you know huge huge in China. Like fake swords, fake weapons, pop guns were huge, huge in America not... too. Well, let me get to that. Yeah, pop guns were you know like the little pop guns where it's like it, it shoots a little I thing and it makes a noise. Um, yeah. and then you had to like beg your parents to buy like the refills, which is, I guess is <laughs> yeah. the business model. Um, <laughs> those were huge in China, and but. Like, what's the next evolution of that? Like, airsoft, right? Where the pellets are even more expensive and the guns are even more realistic. And, like, apparently, like, after I, shortly after I immigrated, like, the economy in China got better and every kid had airsoft guns. And, like, there were not airsoft facilities. You would not go to the woods because that's really far away and then you'd get lost, right? So you can't have kids going to the woods. Nah, you just like so they're just kids running around with like realistic looking wars. guns. Yes, yes, <laughs> that shit sounded so cool and could only happen in a in a country where real weapons aren't 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 in the aren't owned aren't by easily them. obtainable. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like no, you know, like you see a kid running up to you with an M sixteen, you're not gonna freak out and pull out your real gun, you know, and shit like that. Hmm. But it makes me sad because I was like, damn, because he talked about like, like. The I don't know how it works in America, but in China, like they would sell airsoft guns with like a little plastic bit attached, and like kids would melt the plastic off. Fuck yeah! So it was just a real gun. So, I mean, not a real gun, like a a real looking airsoft gun, and they they would just like shoot at each other on the street like every day. And I was like, damn, that sounds cool. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. I would have done that even if I did kind of hate airsoft. <laughs> did you guys have you guys ever been paintballing? Yep. No. Nope. I've been. That's kind of fun. I yeah. like that more than airsoft because it was more novel. Yeah, like, airsoft is very much like, and I'm on. I know I'm going to be painting with a wide brush. All the airsoft heads that listen to this podcast, which is probably ninety eight percent of our viewership, they're going to be fucking pissed off when I say this. Mm-hmm. But I think that airsoft is a little too much. Like, like what? What's the word that I want to use? Like, 
not exactly the fetishization of guns, but sort of like, you know, it's a little too like, oh, I want to be like a military guy, you know? It's too Milsim. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's the people that play Arma and get way too into it. You know, it's like that kind of person in my head. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you go to a certain, like kids playing airsoft in the woods is not, no, you're all wearing hoodies and shit. Yeah. The, uh, but you go up to like, like for instance, like the stuff Garrett does, Garrett Hunter, like where you, you will literally, you will literally be in like kill houses and warehouses and like the we've we've all seen the videos of like the high level airsoft stuff where people have guns that literally shoot laser beams made out of plastic. Yeah. Like <laughs> they shoot so fast and so high velocity, it is just a beam. The like we've all seen that video of like the guy just that just like shoots that just the, lights the a dude up from just like lights a dude up for no reason. Like standing eight feet away from him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. It's it it, it that 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 draws different people than uh, paintball. But yeah, but ca- um, the counterpoint or not the counterpoint, but the opposite side is yeah. I feel like paintball is a lot more like this is something people do for like a birthday, and maybe right. there are people that like do it as like a sport. Nah, but it's not pretty much like, every time I went, there are there were enthusiasts yeah, there. But yeah. it's not. But it's not you're, like you're not I'm dressing up in up, shit. Exactly, exactly. You're dressed up as a paintball warrior. You wear like <laughs> yeah. they have like specific masks. They have like specific armor and shit. Yeah, it's uh, different. There, there is something though that's fucked up that paintball players can do that you can't do in airsoft. If you are actually like a devil person, like a demon, some people would freeze their paintballs, which Ew. would make it hurt like three times as hard. Like yeah. that is literal like psychopath shit. Like that's the, bad. Oh, I didn't even know you could do yeah. that. I, I thought it was you, just like well, a, you're not supposed. I, I thought to. it was like a mixture. No, it's like a paintball. It's uh, it's like these little capsules. They're like gel capsules with paint in them, and they explode on high velocity, and they hurt. Uh, but when they're frozen, it's like nearly like riot control weaponry. It's like <laughs> kind of nuts. Uh, and if they catch you doing that, you get banned. But that didn't stop people. I've I've literally never even thought that that like is a thing that people would do. So I'm glad I'm not a psychopath. I guess I remember. Um, my the last time I ever went paintballing, me and my friend, you're you're pretty much limited with paintball to when you run out of ammo. If you run out of ammo and you don't have money to buy more, you right. you have to leave. <laughs> um, the uh, and me and my friend ran out of ammo, and we were just we we kind of just walked off the uh, um, walked off the field, walked off the playing field, and we're just chilling, waiting for the uh, like the the you know the hosts or whatever to take us back to the lodge where you uh, where you would like group up in between matches. Um, and I was just fucking around with my paintball gun because it didn't have any any ammo in it, right? So I'm just like shooting it. You can still pull the trigger. It like the gas will pop off. It makes a fun sound. It's fun or whatever. And me and my friend were fucking around with that with my gun. And then he was like, ha ha. And he pointed the gun at me like point blank. His gun was supposed to be empty. And he fired and shot me in the leg point blank. Oh, bruh. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit hurt. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, but it but it did hurt. And it was kind of funny. I think the thing with paintball for me, I've only ever been once, so I don't have a, I don't have a lot of experience, but I feel like it sits in the same way as like laser tag does for me, where it's like, it's probably fun if you have a group of everybody that you know, but all it takes is like one guy who's way too into it to ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, every time I went, it was just me and at max like three or four friends. Yeah, uh, well, how, do you, how do you ruin laser tag? You just like get too into it. Are you like are you tackling people? 
You could like tackle people. You freeze it, freezing your laser. Freeze your laser. If we went as a group to laser <laughs> tag, we would be like up against like kids, That's and true. that could be funny. That okay. could be funny. Maybe not um, for the kids. You don't. You don't know. You don't know how laser tag has evolved. I've been to laser tag as a work event. Um, really. They have like multi-level arenas. Yeah, no, they had that when I was a like kid. That. The, my my favorite places would be multi-story things, and they were really really fun. Man, I want to play laser tag. Man, I want to do a laser tag stream. That would be very difficult, I think, to do a la- like nah. just just like visually, there would be not oh, a yeah, lot going super on. Dark. <laughs> like it would be yeah. very hard. <laughs> I can't even see film. what I'm doing. Exactly. Fucking love laser tag. Fucking love. Most of the laser tag I played as a kid was, like, the shittiest laser tag. Like, you had these terrible <laughs> plasticky vests, and the guns looked like they were, like, fucking shopping they were, like, scanners. Like, they were, like, shopping scanners covered in duct tape. Yeah, it like, wasn't it even, be, like, a gun. Oh, yeah, you couldn't dude. hold it with two hands. It was just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna scan your groceries with this. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Oh, yeah, you'd go to main event, and you'd have two minutes of, like, the shittiest laser tag ever, and you loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had, we had like, a—I remember there, we had this place that was, like, it had some dumb name. It was, like, Funko Spot or something like that. It had, yep. it, uh, Funko Spot—no, I swear to God, I think that was what it was called. It was something <laughs> like that. Funko Land, maybe? Maybe that sounds—but, no, cool isn't spot. that a fucking—isn't Funko Land, like, a game store? Uh, I think. I think Whatever. it was. Um, Fun town, fun place, yay! Whatever it's called, uh, just had that shitty laser tag where the vests were like everything was covered in duct tape because everything was so broken and they never repaired it. And it was shitty because it was like the the way it worked was like there was a barrier in the middle and you were like shooting over that barrier and you had cover on either side and it was more of like it was like the cover shooter of laser tag, right? Um, the but it was so fucked because the barriers were not that high and bigger kids could jump them. So there would be there like you'd be playing by the rules, staying on your side. Then one kid on the other side would jump and he would hunt down every member of your team running through. No one expects a teammate on your side of the field, right, to like start shooting at you. And uh, it sucked and it was awful. Uh, but then I met then I met the the joy of beautiful multi-story laser tag, and that's when I realized how fun it could be. And I want to do it again. Let's do it. Uh, and we can go play DDR. Yeah, yeah. What else? What else do thirteen year olds like? Are we gonna keep doing this bit, or do we want to talk about real things? Robot chicken. Uh, thirteen year olds yeah, love, love robot chicken. Love it. All right, let's talk about what's your guys' favorite robot chicken sketch. You remember when they did TF two? <laughs> I gotta do the mushrooms. Yeah. Like is Mario still going? is there? Oh yeah, it's still going. Luigi, I'm tripping balls. I'm going crazy. Robot, robot chicken will never end. Seth Green needs you know a paycheck. Hey, I'm Seth Green. Get out of the way. That's fucked up. After watching some Breaking Bad videos, I got recommended a robot chicken sketch. It was Breaking Uh-oh. Bad, and I clicked on it because they actually got like the actors Brian from Cranston. Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston. It's like Brian Cranston and uh, R.J. Mitt doing a rap. Um, <laughs> it, it honestly, it was kind of okay. I didn't think it was super funny, but it was like it was novel. It like it sets it up like it's going to be Walter White doing a Walter White rap, and then uh, Walt Junior pops up and starts rapping about how much he loves breakfast. You know and I was funny? like, okay. That's okay. You know what's funny? Brian Cranston used to do a lot of comedy. Yeah. Comedians make for good actors. It, but it yeah, I mean, look at Bobo Bobo there's, some, there's something about there's something I mean, I don't want to toot my own ho- I don't want to toot my own horn here because we're funny people, hint hint. But um nah. there's something about like 
comedians being good actors, but, like, you take an actor and you put him in, like, a different kind of role and it just doesn't work. Like, they've tried to make multiple people from... Who's that, like, guy from The Office? They try to, like, make him into an action hero, and now... Steve it's... Carell? No, no, no. no. Yeah, it's Steve Jim. Carell. No, it's not Steve Carell. Oh, no. The guy who plays Jim, the white boy. The, the, he was in The Quiet G- Place, Crame. or whatever the fuck. His name's, like, Crame or something. His name is Crame? What are you Crame. saying? C-A-R-N-E, yeah, Crame. <laughs> I heard it. Crame, with an M. Yeah, with an M. Crame or Craig? Craig. I don't think his name starts with a C. I don't think C. that's his name. I don't know. John Cr- John Kransky, that's his name. Is that his name? That is his name. Okay. It is I John, John Krasinski. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. He's Crane now. Um, Crane. He's Crane. Crane. <laughs> yeah, like, they tried to make him into an action star. They tried to make, like... He's like a propaganda machine now. Like, he's just the only thing what? he does nowadays is, like, military movies where he's an epic agent. and he, him and, and at the end Pratt. he says, And at the end he says, join the FBI. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, and it just doesn't work. But you get, like, someone yeah. who's, like, a very traditional, like, comedian, right? Or, like, maybe they used to do stand-up. Maybe they used to do, like, a, co- a lot of comedy roles. And, like, it always works. You know who else is a really good actor? Fucking Seth Green. Seth, like, uh, not, no, not Seth Green. Um, Seth Rogen. They're na- but they're, they're both names. They're both names so. No, no. Seth yeah, Rogen. Chris, Chris Griffin. Oh, my God. What a performance. <laughs> so true. Damn, we're never going to get Seth Green on this podcast, huh? Yeah, whatever. Nah, you can come. You can come on. But no, like, Seth Rogen is a legitimately good actor. He was, he, yeah. I say this because he played, um, Steve Wozniak in that, um, uh, Steve Jobs docu, was biopic. And he, like, he doesn't look like Steve Wozniak at all, but he plays the part pretty well. And it's not like, that movie is very dramatic. It's a, it's a drama movie. It's not funny at all. And he, like, he really, that's well. So it's funny how uh, I've been hire, hire us for acting gigs, please. If I've been watching Tom goes to the mayor. I've been watching Tom goes to the mayor. Uh-huh. I've never seen the entire series. Oh really? Fucking I rules. Want to watch um, that show? The uh, watch that it show. is literally literally every episode. I you laugh the entire eleven minutes. Like it is yeah. there. It's fantastic. <laughs> and Bob Odenkirk is in a lot of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Like he's in a majority of them. Uh, and the shit he does in it is so stupid and so it's just it's it's so funny and but dumb and 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 watching that show i'm just marveling at the fact like this is fucking jimmy mcgill like yeah this is this is this is fucking saul goodman this guy went on to do so many like prestigious acting things i mean at that point he already had and it's crazy to think like that they have like that comedians do pull off such a range like a really good comedian can do anything i think it's an empathy thing i think to be a good comedian you have to have some degree of like you have to be able to understand what makes your audience tick. Because if you got to make them laugh, you got to know what makes them, what you know. What makes them cry. Yeah, exactly. You make no, them cry wait, and then you no make joke. them laugh. No joke. No joke. That that honestly might be it. But actors are, actors can be good, but then they'll be good at their thing. And I don't know. I've never seen any actors be funny. Johnny Depp. I've never, never seen never. any actors never. be funny. Never. Bro, I have. I hate to break it to you, Bob Odenkirk is an actor. Oh. I've seen. <laughs> what what does oh. what does Paul Rudd count as? Is he some kind of creature? <laughs> Paul Rudd. He's he's multi classing. It's different. I like Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's funny. He's a cool guy. 
seems nice. Is he nice? Paul Red, can you nice? email us and tell us if you're nice? Are or you not? nice? Was he nice to Are the you alien nice? and me? Yeah. Paul Red, if you're nice, can you send us like a present? <laughs> you have a lot of money. <laughs> we'll take checks. Send us a present, please. Send Yo, if a- you're nice, we we'll take presents from anyone. Yeah, send us a present. <laughs> Can we just start adding celebrities on Twitter and asking them if they'll send us a present? Fuck well, yeah. Last time we tried to do that, we got banned. Hey, Tom Hanks, what? can you send us a present? What? We made, oh, you, not many of you were here for that. We made a communal Twitter account the other day. It lasted about next th- three or four In hours. In less than 24 hours, yeah. it got wait, banned. Wait, 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 I'm living under a rock. I didn't see this. That's because... No, it happened... It was... You were on the stream. But yeah, but that, that we, I probably like was Belk wasn't there for that. So we so we've recently started using a site called Hyperbeam, which is like a replacement for Rabbit. It's like a it's like a like a co-op browser, right? A shared browser where you can you can switch control between people. And we we were using it for not to use novel AI on a stream, but I set up the room and I added everyone to tell them like, "Hey, get in here. We're going to if you're going to be on AI Dungeon or whatever, use this because we're going to be using it." And almost immediately, Troggur and Scorpy hop in uh, and immediately log on to Twitter and make an account called Hot Fucker 2 and, <laughs> yeah. and just went fucking off the wall. And it was really, really, really funny. It's um, gone forever now. I think we I think we DM'd Kroger grocery stores a few too many times. Uh, they liked one of our tweets. We didn't DM Kroger, okay? We did not. Kroger, we... we, we message we uh we replied to them that's what it's called one of us one of us posted a tweet that was like wish i was at kroger eating hashtag lv craft cheese or something like that (laughs) and they liked it they They liked the tweet and so we immediately dm'd them like "Mm, i love your food just like (laughs) hey collab yeah (laughs) turns out it's uh you can do a lot of damage in a little bit of time on twitter but they will ban you if you look like a crazy (laughs) person so sad it was fun though. That like honestly, that like opened my eyes to like, man, it must be fun to like have an have a a non internet presence. Like you know, yeah, we're not that popular. But even then, it's like I can't just tweet whatever I want. There's like seven thousand people that are gonna scrutinize me for like whatever I post. Just feeling free to at Kroger and at Tom Hanks and just like <laughs> keep. Tweeting over and over, girls DM me now. Girls DM me, please. <laughs> well, look at look at what they me up on chatpig.com. Yeah. Look at what Thundercat puts up, and he just he he tags. I Zach mean, it's Fox true, and, it, and it's just like a picture of like Mr. Crab with his ass out or something. <laughs> you get to a you you get to a certain point, and you can do pretty right. much whatever you. Want. We sit in like, the middle ground though, where it's like we're not small yeah. enough to be nobody, but we're not big enough to be able to like float ourselves, right? So we yeah. have to be careful with what we talk about. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the woes of being the lowest rung on the internet celebrity ladder. <laughs> we're not the lowest rung. Yeah, I guess Smosh. We're a few rungs We're, up we're better than Smosh. Smosh! Right? <laughs> hey, speaking of appropriate for teenagers. <laughs> Holy Yo, shit. Yo, teens love Smosh! I bet Smosh could post anything. I bet Smosh could post Mr. Krabs with his ass out. Alright, who's gonna no. go post Mr. Krabs with their ass out right now? No. Do it. Do it. I would do it. Give me Where's the, the pick? I don't Give me know. the image. Find it. Are we talking about, like, the tomato pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the crusty. <laughs> 
Oh, didn't, that didn't, picture. Didn't the two guys in Smosh like break up? They like I don't know. Working with each other. You think yeah, I like know Drake what's Josh. going on with Smosh? It's like Drake and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, Drake and Josh is a it's a sad story. Drake and it Josh is. were never friends. They don't they, they didn't like each other. And then and then Drake Bell went on to become like a pedophile. So that's crazy. And then he moved I'd to like to Mexico. That's and, like, weird. Did something? Yeah. Drake come now he's Drake Campania. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He changed his name and became a like a Mexican singer. Like a Spanish singer, <laughs> and that's what's gonna happen to us. Which one of us is gonna like break off and make the make the international escape? We have to flee the country. Flee the country, yeah. Uh, me. Well, it doesn't have to be Mexico. Mira already did that and came back. Mira so. can go back to Finland. I don't want to. You're gonna become a Finnish star. No thanks. Uh, hey, you know what just occurred to me? What? Uh. Everyone on the podcast today is going to play DNF Duel. That's true. Yeah! And, and everybody that's sure. listening to the podcast. 13-year-olds yeah. love fighting DNF games. Sweet. It's gonna, it, there's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be the first fighting game with 8 trillion copies. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> everybody in the United States and India and China are going to be online at the same time. It'll be great. <laughs> Rollback netcode so you can play with them. And it's going to have a great lobby system where you have to walk around in circles as a little man instead of just having a menu. Yeah, it's going to be great. Actually, I think DNF Duel, like, I I think if you're doing lobbies with friends, you have to do that. But, like, the regular queue is just a menu. Yeah, but nobody uses the regular queue. Man, am I? Am I? Am I in the minority that I think the stupid little walk around lobby system is, like, unnecessary and bad it's unnecessary i think it's a little charming but most of the time it's just annoying it was charming the first time but then they just do it for every game and it's like bro just let me hit like let me just hit a button like let me just play with my friends without having to go to a virtual arcade machine like it's fucking tiny tower i want it in tekken 8 (laughs) but no no chibi bullshit let me walk around as the full modeled characters and environments yes that would that would be good yeah now, yeah. okay, that would be, that would, okay, I'm, I'm turning around, but only if the lobby system is you walk around as your character, and whenever you bump into somebody, you, like, instantly start fighting them. Like, it that's just what, that's instantly That might be what they do in Street Fighter Six. I'm that not sure. That would be honestly really cool if they No one really knows what that open world footage is. I don't know if they've talked uh, about it. I guess, they? I, I guess we're talking about fighting games now. Uh, yeah, it's fighting game video game block. You started it. I don't know. act, don't act <laughs> I unaware. Know, I know. I want to talk about this shit. I want to talk about this shit. I'm hyped for DNF Duel. I I don't have a PlayStation, so I didn't get to try it. But you all seem to like it. A lot of people seem. It's to cool. Like it. It's a fighting game where your special moves are supers. Like all your special yeah, moves are so supers. fucking stupid. It's it's pretty crazy. Sad. Incredibly od. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna try to get like DNF Duel is not a game where I'm gonna try to get good. I'm gonna try to like have fun because like that like. It's like hey, those two things go hand in hand. Sometimes you're not baby, you're not going to get competitive. Baby, baby. I don't know if we even call it Kusoge. It's really good. It's like like it's crazy. It's crazy and stupid. But I wouldn't I, go as far I, like as calling it Kusoge. I haven't got to try because I don't have a PlayStation. It's just it, I am just going off what yeah. you guys have said and what other people have said. This it's just nutty. Every character is really strong. Like I don't I don't know if we saw any character that was like weak. Yeah, it's a very um, high power game for sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> it it I would definitely call it a Kusoge. Really? Really? Because it is it is stupid. It is a very stupid game. I thought that just like from my initial play, like Grappler feels very weak compared to everything else. Like he wasn't designed to play in this system because 
like Crusader just jumps up and makes a full screen hammer and then like and then like there's just, like giant wheels on screen that last forever or whatever. It's like, well, this guy doesn't yeah, seem the very fucking strong. Inquisitor. And then like one day later it's like, all right, here's how you press two buttons and do an infinite with grappler. And it's like, okay, well <laughs> <laughs> whoops. That we're not sure if they've patched out or not. There's no confirmation. Uh, they, I think Grappler. Sure, I think Grappler should keep that. I think this is that kind of game, right? Like, I mean, yeah, Grappler. Grappler is just like screen, a man. You don't get full screen buttons, but you do have a two button infinite. Like here you go. Like you know, Grappler is so Grappler is just like a man that can't put any bullshit on the screen like every other character can. He does deserve something crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's fucking crazy. Uh, DNF is a game that like I honestly like. I, it's very popular, of course, especially overseas. I don't know how many people really know. I about am it. going in on. I am going in like from an outside perspective because I have no nostalgia for DNF. I didn't. I never played DNF. It was. It was. Cra- it was such a good game. It was really, really cool. The it, it, especially it was one of its kind. It was like completely unique. There was never any other like MMO type game that was like DNF yeah, for the era. Dungeon Fighter is like crazy because well yeah. nowadays, nowadays there's like games as a service and there's like everybody's doing like loot boxes and battle passes and whatever so there's like so many free games whatever whenever that shit came out and it was like 2008 for us D- dungeon fighter was the best free to play game of that era it was just by far the best yeah yeah what about yeah. runescape not free to play it was if you only wanted to play about five percent of the yeah, game if you're playing runescape for free you were just like having a sad a sad yeah, time yeah free Free demo. Best free demo. <laughs> I mean, free RuneScape was still a lot of for, fun. For a like, kid, I, I played like, a ton no, of... No, for a yeah. kid, it was incredible. It was like, oh my god, this yeah. is like this game is endless as a 10-year-old. <laughs> and I honestly... The model the model for RuneScape is fucking amazing. Because like, like for a kid like that, it's like, wow, this game is so fucking cool and huge and there's so much to do and I can like... I can cook food, I can cut down trees, I can mine, I can fight goblins. And then like, you're, you think this world is so big and then you hit a gate and it's like... Hey, open your map and you look and like you've only explored like thirty percent of the game. And it's like just a little bit of money every month, bro, and you'll be you'll be living in Gillinor. Yeah, it's just you have to think it's just like that time it's the time period where you where you had to pay twenty dollars for Team Fortress two. Yeah. Like Dungeon Fighter was just mind blowing. That was back in the day where you had to pay fifteen dollars a month for WoW or whatever. And oh, this, yeah. you had to pay like $15 a month, you had to pay for the expansions, and you had to pay for the base game. Which, the, as a child, you're not gonna do, because you have no money. The, uh, I'm excited for DNF Duel, and I'm also excited, you know what, they got me, they got us, I'm excited for Street Fighter Six. I was hesitant yeah, at first, great. and every, every new detail that they've dropped makes the game, like, more appealing. I kind of even like Jamie now. I thought Jamie still looks kind of dumb. I hate the way he looks, but he basically is just like I think Jamie's young... dope. I well, I don't like his design, but I like I might end up No, it's cool. I might I might just look the other way and play that character because what that character is is they're like they have like they're they're an install character and like basically like every 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 like, character point... in that game has an install. Really? I didn't even know that. But yes. like, his well, is like that's not necessarily true. Yes, it is. That Sejam fucking said every character has three supers: a level one, a level two, and a level three. And every character's level oh, two right. is an install. I don't think Chun Li's is. 
Well, fuck her. Who, who the fuck wants to play Chun? She's so boring. Yeah, Chun Li's level two is her super art two from Third Strike. Oh yeah, okay, fuck that then. Who gives a fuck? It's fucking Chun Li. Who gives a shit, dude? That character's boring I as hell. She's a I cop. think Bob's wrong. I think Bob's Not wrong, anymore. and I think I think Jamie's design is dope. I think the I, I wasn't Jamie super into dope. it until he showed off his install and his hair explodes. Like <laughs> that is when he looks fucking. Well, awesome. no, that's that's the, not like that's not exclusive to his install. That's when he reaches max drunkenness. Yeah. Oh, and well, his, his install just way. his install just puts him at max drunk. Yeah, his his thing ah. is that what I learned is that like what 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 the details that I've dropped is like so he's like a drunken fist kind of character, and like the more you drink, the more souped up like you the you get more things from Yun and Yang's kit, but they're souped up. So you take one drink, you have uh Yun's target combo. You yeah. take another drink. Oh, cool. You take another like you take another drink. Boom! You get you 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 get the command grab that you can combo out of. And yeah, it's like okay, I love level dope. up characters like that. That's level up characters, dope. level up characters are fucking sick. It reminds me of like fucking Frank West. Yeah. Frank West in Marvel vs. Capcom Three is such a good fighting game character. Do you remember G the, in Street Fighter Five? I don't know anything about G. Literally, I didn't folk. I didn't pay attention to Street Fighter Five at that point. I don't know anything he did. I just know he looked cool. He, and was he was a level up character. His level up was called Presidency, and you lost it if you nice. got knocked down. Hmm. He was cool. Yeah, I'm. I think Jamie's really cool. I think Luke's move set looks fun, but I wish he didn't look like that. I'll play Luke if they give him good costumes. If they give him um, shoes. If if they give Luke shoes, then I'll I'll I, consider uh, it. It's his whole design for me. I'm really not into his look. You don't like the, the Whataburger uh, shirt. I feel like Luke's design is trying really hard to appeal to like Gen Z. I think I feel like Luke looks like a guy from Gen Z. The uh, <laughs> he needs to put some shoes on, but I really I think his supers are really cool because he's just like he like it seems like Luke's deal is just his he's really his arms are really ripped and he can throw yeah crazy he just punches. does he just does Popeye arms like that's what he does in, yeah it's in cool Street I like Fighter it five as well. I, I like that part of it. I just need costumes. And there will probably be at least one alt costume. You, you think there'll be alt costumes uh, on launch? There's going to be a costume that makes him look completely different. Don't worry. I mean, eventually. I'm thinking, like, on launch. They haven't even shown Cammy, and she already has an alt costume. Really? <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the newcomers that were leaked look really fucking sick. Yeah. Um, another thing that I... Uh, honestly... I'm like so down for Street Fighter Six. They that that first teaser, everyone was laughing at him. It looked kind of stupid. What did it show anything? Like yeah, was, and I mean, but people people also made fun of the. It it did kind of showcase the style. It showcased what the models were going to look like. It showcased the aesthetic of the like paint splats and stuff. And uh, then I they think have the, the fucking the, the adult uh, or I'm sorry, the default Adobe logo. Yeah, that yeah. Was. I don't know why they even yeah. bothered to show that because people just dunked on them for that. They should have just waited and showed this. Yeah. They were probably in a rush. They probably didn't finish the logo, but had the rest of the trailer ready and just kind of shit it. It was probably like a time of the year, like investors kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they wanted to have the trailer ready for the event that, that it played at, right? Like it was for a fighting game tournament. I, I'm excited for that, and I'm also excited for the fact that my friends are all playing fighting games again, because for a while it was in me and Log. The, yeah, Street, Street Fighter 6. Um, well, Mirror 2. Some... Some this is the first podcast we've done since it came out, um, or since it, like since info about it came out. 
Uh, I'm really into a lot of things they're doing. I really like the way they're approaching music this time. It's all really, like, laid back. It's all, like, a lot of the songs that I've heard are, like, super mellow, really, really cool. It reminds me of, like, some some of the Third Strike stuff. It's not exactly Third Strike music, but, like, I feel like they're going back to some of the some of the stylistic choices they made back then. Um, even if it's not a one-to-one, like, attempt to do Third Strike again, which I kind of wished it was. Um, I also fucking love the stupid ass game face mechanic that is some like soul caliber shit yeah like it, it reminds me of soul caliber where like in soul caliber at the match start it would show you your two models of your characters head to head and you could press buttons to make them say things um in street fighter 6 they've got a feature where you can press on the d-pad to make them do different faces and it just it looks so stupid because they just tween between the four faces like instantly you don't just pick one and you're locked in it's like no you can go like grin upset grin sad yeah. grin happy See? like it's it, it looks fucking funny caliber locked you into one as soon as you did it and they they actually yeah. had a patent on that shit Really? Yeah, learning, learning that that was one of Bamco's many patents. Wow. Yeah, Bamco, Bamco had a patent on that shit for years, and they, they stopped using it after Soul Calibur 3. I, have, I had hmm. no idea. Yeah, yeah. there's, like, so much shit that people weren't allowed to do until, like, 2016, because Bamco huh. just, like, patented every auxiliary thing that they could think of. With, were they the same ones that patented, like, in the old Dragon Ball games, you could, like... They had like mini games during the yeah, loading, loading games. games. Was that yeah, them that, that them. did that? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's loading the one I know about. Bandai Namco, love them or hate them, they went hard on that shit. I think another one, another one is um, you know how in Tekken, whenever you can like select a move and then it lo- it then it like shows shows the character in the training zone like doing the move. It does that mm-hmm. in Soul Calibur as well. Yeah, that's that is also a Bamco patent. Wow. wow. That was? But Tekken, Tekken's had that. What? Oh, wait, but Tekken's Bamco. Bamco. Yes, yeah, that is the same. <laughs> Dude, oh, shit. Oh, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I guess wow, the- that's so shitty. Has that one expired, too? I think so, right? I, there's other games that do that. Prob- probably. Well, like, every other game I can think of has, they like, show a video. their way around it. Like, they Arsis show shows video. videos yeah. on the screen instead yeah. of, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. They show a video... Mm. I, I also know that, like, uh, after Katamari Damacy came out, they, like, patented a game where you roll a ball. Or something <laughs> like that. And that's why there's... And, cause, well, like, it's true. There aren't any... I don't think there's Yeah, there's no Katamari Damacy clones. Like, there's no indie Katamari Actually, there's Damacy some indie clones. ones. There's there's some indie ones. There's, like, The Wonderful End of the World, I think it was called. Oh, um, really? Okay. The, uh, or maybe that's not what it's called. I remember them uh, patenting something about Katamari Damacy. I mean, there. I don't know of any other games where a little man pushes a ball around. <laughs> Tiny man pushes a ball. We own that. Yeah, Wonderful End of the World was a Katamari-like indie game that was that was part of the uh, the Potato Sack Pack from Portal 2's ARG launch. That's the only huh. reason I know about that game. Okay, I remember All that right. shit. Boring fighting game segment over. Don't worry, folks. We're going to talk about more teen-friendly things. No, I know no, teens no. Don't I, play fighting I games anymore. I want to still talk about video games because we okay. can trans. We can segue. Because all of this Street Fighter VI news came from weird not E3. Oh, and I yeah. have to ask. I didn't even think to ask three. about that. I have to ask, is this, yeah. is this the worst year for E3 time 
that you've ever seen. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yeah. this is by far so. the worst it, year. It, I think it's the worst, and but it's and it also is the worst because it wasn't really funny ever. No, because, like it wasn't anything. It was nothing. Yeah, it was so I don't think nothing. This is the worst. I think that there were a couple of years there where like where like Sony would have like big presentations or whatever. And well, like there'd be a couple companies that would have just like big presentations, and then there would just be nothing going on. You remember like, the flute guy? I, I feel I, like I think, that was I this think year. Whatever. I there were some indie things I saw. I think whatever year they showed, um, like Ghost of Tsushima or whatever. Uh huh. I remember that year was like nothing fucking happened at any of these presentations. They showed like, well, here's all the games that look like movies. Yeah, and it's done. Well. That was the last year that Sony was even at E3 proper, right? Like, that was, like, they stopped doing it after that. Or they said they were going to back out or whatever. I don't remember. The element that I have learned to miss is, e- like, E3, like, the organization had, like, like e- they weren't just the trade show. Like, the e- like e- for example, the organization that runs E3, I forgot what they were called. But, like, the organization that runs E3 is, like, it's, like, a video game industry organization. (laughs) Like, for example, they are responsible for the ESRB ratings for games. Like, they are partially responsible for that, I'm pretty sure. Like, they do a lot of different things. But E3, as, like, its own thing, has been, like, kind of going belly up. But the one thing I miss is that they, because they were, like, could bring all the big, they could bring all the big companies and force them force consumers and investors to make comparisons between the two that's the part that i miss it's like it's like it's like because now like sony like did their thing way before last week and then or and and like nintendo i i heard is doing a thing but their thing is gonna be like at the end of the month or like next month in july it's like but like when you had to watch those presentations back to back that was funny that like that in of itself (laughs) was funny to be like, oh, well, let's see what Nintendo's got, because fuck you, or something. But yeah, I don't know. It's different. Like, it was definitely, this year was definitely very on topic. Um, I don't know how many how many things were, like, that, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy to see all the, the new Capcom stuff, like Street Fighter VI uh-huh. had so much information. They announced Dragon's Dogma 2, uh, like, a couple days ago. And that's cool. Yeah, I don't have much feelings about that. I haven't played Dragon Dogma 1. Because that's, like, about it. headed by, like, the Devil May Cry guy. That's headed by Itsuno. That is cool. <laughs> and, yeah. like, Dragon's Dogma is, like, his passion project. In the first one, he kind of had to, like, he had to kind of, like, rush it. Because I think he was making it, and they're like, oh, no, we need you to save Devil May Cry, Itsuno. And then he had to, <laughs> he had to like, put it, he had to release it and then, like, do whatever he had to do. But, um... Yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2, that'll probably be cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's like, well, it's games. I don't know one way or the other about it. But yeah, yeah, you just watch that, and then I just, I think back to like all those presentations of yore where there would just be something where like a fucking professional sports player would just show up on stage and start talking <laughs> yeah. about, it's true. Talking about it's true. fucking nothing. But here's the or thing. There was a year where they had just, where it's like, oh, here's Forza. We have a car. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look at this car. That, that kind of stuff is ridiculous. And I feel like they've, they've kind of moved away from that. But I feel like the fact that 
that they didn't even have that stuff shows that like 2022 is just not a year for video games. And I think that there's probably a lot of reasons for that. I mean, we're yeah. recovering from a worldwide catastrophe, so I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Anything that would have been big this year is going to be coming in the in Exactly. The I think like, next year probably will be really cool. But I think it's the combination of, like, there's nothing big this year, and the lack of a unifying E3 does just kind of make it where it doesn't feel like any of the companies involved really feel the need to, like, try, I, you know? I think... So what I heard is that I think next year is going to be extra interesting because a, um, like, I think Jeff Keighley is going for the kill. Like, he, <laughs> great. I, sentence, I'm not bro. joking. He announced. Didn't E3 say they're like coming back? Yeah, next E3 year, though? said they're coming back. So which yes, is like, E3 what the fuck? announced. E3 announced that they were coming back, but Jeff Keighley also announced that like because in the last few years he's been doing like a summer games fest thing. That's like coincided with E3, right? But then like E3 stopped happening because of the pandemic and he was able, because his is like more just like a show, he was able to keep it going. And he said next year, he wants to do it live, physically in front of an audience. Like he wants Mm -hmm. to like recreate the E3 experience to some degree in LA, like where they are. So Mm -hmm. like... It's going to be interesting because Jeff Keighley's like, all right, I've 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 grown stronger. <laughs> it's time to fucking put the nail in the coffin on this shit and take over. Game show so I'm vampirism. Interested. I'm interested. Because now, now, like, companies are going to have to, like, maybe they won't, maybe the big ones won't have to choose, right? But now it's like, oh, do we show our game at Jeff Keighley's thing or at E3? Well, thing? I think it's it's a little less... It, I think it's actually a little bit more cut and dry than that because I think for the smaller people, that's probably a decision, but I'm pretty sure that Microsoft is, like, involved with the E3 company, right? Like, there, there's some oh. something there. So, like, if E3 does a thing, you know Microsoft is going to be there. Sony has basically already dropped out, and they're, like, taking the Nintendo approach of, like, eh, we're just going to pre-record our own thing. So I think it's really just going to be like Microsoft is going to be at E3 and everything else is probably going to be a Jeff Keighley's thing Damn. except for Sony and Nintendo, which are probably going to do their own stuff. Well, Sony had a lot of stuff. So, I mean, not, not directly Sony, but like Naughty Dog was, present, was pretty much had the entirety uh, of the last yeah, half true. of Jeff Keighley's thing. And they just stood around and talked about how cool uh, Last, last of, of Us is. Yeah, that was kind of sad. fucking... Fuck, I'm so sick of Last of Us shit. Like, the games are probably good, whatever, they're probably good stories, but, like, oh my god. The, I can't believe how many people are, are defending, like, the, the remaster's, like, importance, and how, like, it doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Why does it exist? It's kind of weird, because I, at first I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they're remaking The Last of Us, the first They did one. it once already! But they then, I, yeah, I didn't realize, that shit already came out on PS4. <laughs> like, they're just doing it again, it's like, and then they show a picture of Joel's again, mustache, and again. they're like, look at all these polygons. I think, I, th- there needs to be, like, a mass shunning of, like, frequent remasters. I think, I think you are allotted, like, one remaster report to a future generation. Like, like, of course, there's obvious. Don't tell Capcom that. They're going to fucking explode. <laughs> They're going to assassinate me. They're remaking Resident Evil 4 again. 
No, they've never remade Resident Evil. Okay, before. that's true. They only re-released it. Now it. they're remaking. I think I think the the R the R remakes are one of the good ones. Like yeah, the they R remakes are fucking it. awesome. But what's fucked up is that all of their all of the Resident Evil remakes have basically just been remaking old games to be more like Resident Evil Four. And so That's now true, you're yeah. at Resident Evil 4. It's like, all right, we're going to make it. We're going to make it like Resident Evil 4. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do with that. Oh, no, they're going to turn Resident Evil 4 Or is it going to be more like 7 or 8, maybe? Well, it's definitely No, because they got to show right? Leon. They got to show. They, yeah. you, they have to, you have to feel yeah. like you're really Leon. Yeah. The Resident Evil 4 announcement kind of struck me as weird because Resident Evil 4 has always been kind of like goofy, you know? Like. It's silly. It's a silly game. Like it's it's a horror game, but it's really silly. But then like the But even the even the new remake, Resident Evils are pretty even the new Resident Evils the, the silliness is still there. Yeah, it's like, still it's there. A, it's just the way that it, the trailer was cut, it was like, Oh, are they making this like more serious? Like it starts off with like Leon in a in a car, like looking like he's fucking cloud levels of angst. That's how the game starts. <laughs> that's how Resident Evil Four starts. That's literally the opening cutscene. Yeah. Like that's how it always was. I guess that's true. The um the, they didn't the, include the, the part where the Spanish people are talking shit to him the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I think the silliness will still be there. I think Resident Evil has always been a good balance of serious and silly, like in all of their games. The they always have that. Um, like even even Resident Evil Seven, like even Resident Evil Seven has a lot of like like the the antagonists in that game are pretty fucking funny. Um, the it'll RE8. all come down to what Salazar looks like in the in the yeah. Movie. I'm curious to see what Salazar is. The, the the blood in the water. He's going to be the the dipstick in which you check how silly the game is. I need to see Salazar. I need to see the segment where Leon has to run away from a giant mech. <laughs> I need I need to see the scene where Leon has to do flips through lasers. <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder what they'll replace the quick time i'm excited to with. see what is the like there's there's one monster in re4 that is like extra fucked up like what were they called the like regenerators? erasers regenerators yeah i want to see the regenerator in the in the remake i want to see what that looks like i want to see how fucked up they made that that shit terrified me when i was a kid didn't even get that far in the game uh yeah uh, video games are pretty dope. Uh, if you're like uh, between the ages of 13 and 18, go go check them out. Yeah, you try <laughs> them out. See how you might only like them. if you're in that age bracket. Yeah, remember that's the, if you're yeah, older that's than the 18. Age. Come on. Yeah. What are you What are you doing? Need to get younger. I don't remember if it was for. Was it for movies? Um, I've been seeing like a new rating what? for trailers lately. A new rating for what? Um, it might. I guess it might be because I just wasn't paying attention. But th- there's, I've been seeing this lately where like a trailer will start and it and at the start it'll say like, uh, might be mature, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, or like c- could be age seventeen or up. Just maybe. Or, I, I I can't remember the exact wording of it. It's just like it's very vague. It's like, well, I mean, this could be for adults, but what? You know, what? What? Been, what? Hasn't been decided who, yet. Who at the Who at the ESRB is fucking getting lazy? Like, oh, it could be. Yeah. It could be. Games change. The other thing I think was uh, that kind of took away from this non E three is that like Nintendo didn't do shit. They're one of the three big companies that like you were supposed to care about. Nintendo is just over here sitting in the corner with their dick in their hand, just like, yeah, I don't know, Pokemon later this year. Leave us alone. We have nothing to say. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Call back in six months. Maybe we'll have something to say. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't give a. I don't really give a shit about what Nintendo's gonna like show anymore. I don't know. I feel like the kid like, in sometimes, me. Sometimes, sometimes, like uh, somebody will walk on stage like, "Here's a JRPG." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Yeah. But usually, it'll just be you know like scrunt. Breath of the Wild <laughs> again. Here's scrunt. the thing, though. The, Scat the kid gamble. in me. The skid. The the, the skid. The kid in me is always like, uh... You got scat on the brain. Yeah, I got scat on the brain. (laughs) I'm always excited to see what Nintendo says because there's some small part of me that wants that company to retain... To, like, return to its former glory that it was in my head. Like, you know, as a kid. And I know that's not possible because your brain is underdeveloped as a kid. But also it's just the fact that, like, yo... Uh, Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4 were announced when the fucking Switch was announced. They are still not out. They don't even have release dates yeah, yet. Yeah, they really need to learn that uh, software sells hardware. It's like, I just feel like there's nothing. Maybe that lesson doesn't apply to Nintendo, because I feel like everyone, even me, we, we all have Nintendo Switch. It's true. Well, I, I bought a Switch for, because it was a Monster Hunter machine. And it's pretty good Same. at that, but yeah, I don't know. there's plenty of hardware on the, or there's plenty of software on the Switch. It's just other studios' software. It's yeah, games that it's, you already like. Exactly, it's stuff that you can get other places, and it's not like a Switch port of a game is going to be the optimal way to play it, just because it's not as strong, you know. But I want Metroid Prime Four so bad. I, I'm starting to think we're not the tar- target demographic anymore. I mean, we're, we're not, we're too, but... We're too grown up. Maybe if we were a teen... Maybe, <laughs> maybe if we were a teen... We I'm between the ages of 13 and 18, and I, my mom said I could only have Doom Eternal on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> new character. Uh, that's not new. Bob's done that true. before. But here's the thing. You <laughs> say that, but, like, would you not be excited if they're, like, yo, new Mario, new 3D Mario coming out? Like, that's exciting. Like, everybody likes Mario. It's fucking Mario. It depends. I'm I'm kind of a Mario skeptic. I think I, I need to be really wowed by Mario. Like, I thought Odyssey was neat, but I, I wasn't I compelled Odyssey. to finish it. I like Odyssey a lot. I'll be excited for whatever the new one is. I think the sequel to Breath of the Wild. I want a new Donkey Kong game. Yeah, a new Donkey Kong would be. I want a 3D Donkey Kong game. I want like a 3D Donkey Kong beat 'em up platformer. That would be so good. Or fucking same, same fucking systems. Make a 3D beat 'em up platformer. F fucking Captain Falcon game. Make a Captain Falcon game. I don't know why there's not a Captain Falcon game or just a new F Zero. There's so many things Nintendo could do that they just don't. I nope. think I'm cured. You're cured of Nintendo desire. Yeah, like you I think I it. think they um I think they took all my favorite things that I would like like and then they took them out the pasture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Nintendo fan, but there are some things they could make that I would play. For a while, I was still like really into Pokemon. Like I was still like buying them and playing the Pokemon games, and like the last few Pokemon games have just been like, nah, whatever. I I think me and Log are in the same situation where it's like I just don't care anymore. I have never cared. My brain is huge. Pokemon is dead and done for me. I can't ever play another Pokemon game again. They're just like it's too too far gone. Oh God. It says here on on my screen that we're that the amount of thirteen to eighteen year olds is dropping like a rock. We need oh to, shit! We, uh, we, need to, we need to drop. Um, the, we need to quick change topics. Uh, y'all like uh, kids are getting y'all older. Like Burger King. We got. Mm. 
Yeah, man, sick. Burger If you want to email us for next month's episode, go ahead and email us at podcast at radio TV dot solutions. Uh, you can send us pretty much anything as long as it's of substance. Give us that. something. That- well, you can send us anything. We just might not read it within reason. Yeah, we might, uh, the, give us give us something that is going to spark a heated conversation. Mm-hmm. Give us a crazy story. Give us a question. Yeah. Give us a or answer our mm-hmm. question. We we it's a new thing. Yeah, that that too. we have a podcast question for the audience. I don't know what ours this episode. I, is yeah, I don't. Today, I don't, I don't remember what the last one was either. So, what's your favorite thing from when you were thirteen? What's your craziest? What's your craziest thirteen no, year old no, life experience? No, that was, I think that's, that's a good one. That's too close to the one we had last time. What was last time? I don't remember. We had one where we asked people about like their child rage moments. Oh yeah, um, and all and all, yeah, and, yeah, that's and, fair. Yeah, so we'll we'll think of a different question. Fuck that question. Do you like monster? That's <laughs> Fuck question. that question. He said. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what it was. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I'm looking at these emails, and yeah, you asked people about their set memories, so we'll get to that when we get to that. Oh but, yeah. Oh yeah. Talked about the grass. Last episode, we did talk about the idea of how angry and evil and volatile middle schoolers are, and I brought up the idea of exposing them to Baki the Grappler and like making yeah, yeah, yeah. fucked up individuals. Uh, we got an email from one such individual. Hannah says, "Hello, RTVS. I know this topic was from the previous episode, uh, previous podcast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Uh, but it, they say." In middle school, my mom had to put me in Brazilian jiu-jitsu so I didn't start going crazy and punching people in school. <laughs> Fuck yes. I, uh, and, but they also say, I didn't stop thinking about beating people up in the hallways, though. I also <laughs> definitely thought I could take on and beat up adults as a 13-year-old. <laughs> wow. Fuck so, yes. So, yeah, I... And, uh, <laughs> I, Middle school I, malice. Yeah, I stand by. I stand by that. St- I, I don't want to talk too much about it because that was a previous episode. But I stand by my statement. Don't let middle schoolers read Baki the Grappler. Other mangas are okay, like even if they have a little violence. But like Baki has like a specific breed of. If, like, if you have a violent kid and you want to give them like a fun like story with some violence, give them Dragon Ball because they can't do the shit in Dragon Ball. Baki, they can do that. They can get strong yeah. enough and start replicating Baki. <laughs> Baki will Baki will teach them about chemical reactions in their brain. Yeah, yeah. Like, they'll like start like battling to the to the brink of death to activate adrenaline. You're gonna see you're gonna see kids like shadow boxing like dinosaurs and like and like taking actual damage, wounds yeah, appearing on their body yeah, from like, thin air. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like. You you all you've only watched uh, the Baki stuff that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I I never read the manga. Like I read the original, like for whatever existed of like translated original Baki, I uh-huh. read it and it it like like it just disappeared at the end, so I never got to finish it. But there's a part where 
15-year-old Baki takes on, like, commandos. And, the co- like, uh, one of the commandos is, like, that one guy in the um, the death row inmate thing where he's, like, throwing sand and shit. Uh-huh. Like, you remember that guy? Like, he's yeah. one of the commandos. Dom? And Some, his name starts with D, right? I can't remember his name. But he, he was the guy that um just, like, was, like, showing the guy fear right, and, right. like, throwing sand and, like, hiding in sand and stuff. But uh, anyways, the, that group of commandos, like, they introduce those commandos by, like, they just, like, appear out of nowhere and surround a bear and instantly eviscerate a bear. And they say, <laughs> all right, if we... All right, and and then they just, like, sit down and say, like, all right, well, if we eat all this meat and drink its piss, we'll be able to survive for three days. And that's like, and that's like the first thing that they do. <laughs> Baki the never let a thirteen-year-old read Baki the Grappler. Kids, if you're listening, don't read Baki the Grappler. It'll change you. That's the best advert. That's the best advertisement for Baki the Grappler I could probably give. Yeah, like people people know about the dodecahedron, but they probably don't know about the eviscerating the bear. You mean tetrahedron? Tetrahedron. Fine. All right. Uh, another email did you know, about... Real quick, did you know there's a character in Baki named Pickle? And he's a primitive... He's like a caveman they found in a yeah. salt rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not surprising. <laughs> you could tell me anything. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, another email about a previous episode. This one goes further back, uh, but I do appreciate this one. Uh, because it's from the episode where we talked about making our own sandwiches. I don't think Wayne was here. We We all had, like, made a hypothetical sandwich. Yeah, I missed that. And people have been uh, trying our sandwiches. Someone made the Gur. Like, if you had a sandwich named after you, someone made Gur sandwich, which is a BLT with pepperoni. They said they enjoyed that. Uh, Someone also posted in the Discord that they made my sandwich, which is like pulled pork and a a fried portobello mushroom cap. They said they enjoyed that. Well, guess what? Someone made the Trog. Hello, Radio TV Solutions crew. I like to preface my email by saying that putting fries on burgers slash sandwiches is a thing in Pittsburgh. There you go, Trog. Oh, you visit Pittsburgh. I gotta go visit place. Pittsburgh. Yeah. This is the thing. They used to sell that at Burger King. They, they yeah, fucking, but Burger they King's will do a that anywhere. Yeah, but no, I've, done, I've seen that in like at a million burger places. It's not that uncommon. Uh, it's a thing in Pittsburgh where I'm running from. Welcome. Glad you're listening. With that said, I made the Trog as described in the, in the, uh, in the episode. The fries didn't add much to the flavor, but it enhances the body of the burger in a very satisfying way. The barbecue sauce and caramelized onions was a delicious combination. I would recommend the trog. And they included the picture, which I think might be the thumbnail. Why not? Awesome. Yeah, perfect. Just a picture of a burger. Yeah? We spend the first 20 minutes talking about airsoft. Here's a picture of a burger. (laughs) We're, We're a couple episodes out. But can I introduce a sandwich that why not? I, why not? That I created in the past. Oh, you've um, actually already made this and tried. I've, I've created yeah. this sandwich in the past. So this is not um, even hypothetical. You've it, tried it this long ago. Probably this is probably a decade ago. Uh-huh. Uh All right. Uh, fillet of fish, cheese. Like, like from like from McDonald's? No, like a fillet of fish. Like okay. you you cook the fish fillet. Okay. Okay. And. Cheese, uh-huh. put in between two pieces of garlic bread. Oh, that! You know what? It's got fillet of fish on it. I'm out already. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that sounds. Shit. I love garlic bread. I love fish. I could probably do without the cheese, honestly. 
But like, I feel the like cheese, cheese sounds the, the cheese sounds weird, but it's honestly pretty good. Like okay, it's I'll trust the, you. the cheese with the fish, whatever. The cheese with the garlic bread, not bad. I might try that. I might try that. That sounds like it could be really fucking good. I'll try that one day. All right, there you go. There's the logmore. Go try the logmore out. That actually sounds hella good. All right, but yeah. Wayne asked people, like, oh, what's your, like, scent memory? What's your, what's your favorite scent memory? Like, you know, when you smell something and it, like, activates your memory. Uh, so here's a few emails about that. This one's from Anna. Hey, y'all. I love the podcast. Hope you're doing well. The furthest scent memory I have is one that stuck with me for life. I remember being stuck with some family when I was nine or so. We were pumping gas and someone came up to me and asked if I liked root beer. I do so, I said, I do, so I said yes, and they immediately asked me, after, if I liked the smell of gasoline. What? It was, uh, it was Some we- people do. It was weird, but I do think gas smells good, so I said yes. And they told me, it's scientifically proven that people like the smell of gasoline, like root beer, and vice versa. I never looked huh. it up to prove it, but it's led me to huh. ask people randomly if they like root beer and how gasoline smells. Wait, wait, huh. so you're saying that that's, like, connected? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the implication. If you like root beer, then you also like gasoline? The smell of it, yeah. Okay, I've never thought about it. And vice versa, if you like the smell of gasoline, you'll well, like Now this root makes beer. me want to do a scientific investigation Googling, on the topic. Googling root beer gasoline does not, like... <laughs> you, don't, you don't get anything talking about this. I think they made it up. Well, I don't like root beer, but I think gasoline smells alright, so... Maybe you should try it again. Maybe the genes and, have Yeah, you should take a take a sip of the gas. But, you but, might like but it. that's but that's not that's not the hypothesis though. The hypothesis is that if you like root beer, you like the smell of gasoline, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But vice versa. If you like the smell of gasoline, you'll like but root beer. Did they say vice versa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well disproven well, then. Log I think Log just disproved it. I think root beer is okay and I think gas is okay. So, you know, I think if you we like the taste of gasoline, yeah. you'll love the smell of root beer. Mm, <laughs> now that one applies to me. All right. Who here has tasted just a little drop? You know, just <laughs> just like a little, just a little bit. I can't Nobody's say I have. No. You're already paying for it. You're at the gas station. You're, you're pulling the little now. hose out of your car. You see it's a little bit dropping off. Okay. 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 Actually, actually. So I used to have to mow a lot of lawns, right? And sometimes you would spill some gas and it would get on the, like, on the lawnmower and on your hands. And, like, no, I didn't intentionally have a little taste, but I think, like, after the job was done and I forgot that I had gasoline on my hands, I did, like, it, like, managed to taste a little bit of it, putting it near my mouth. The, um... And uh, it doesn't taste good. I don't know. There's not really (laughs) any other conclusion that could... Yeah. Did you feel Mm. anything? Did you feel anything? fueled like did i get energy i mean yeah like tasting the residue of gasoline was probably at least like 230 calories or so just from isn't the thing with gasoline is that it's like incredibly caloric like it is like like nine thousand calories like in a (laughs) cup or something like that because it's it's fuel it's yeah if only we could eat it if only we could eat it all the world's Uh, problems would be solved yeah i'm sure that would not exacerbate any problem (laughs) if only only we could consume gasoline in a different way (laughs) put it in an energy drink nobody will be able to tell I'm sure in a world where humans develop the ability to turn gas into food, it would not exacerbate any problems at all. It would, it would all turn into car people. 
We can call it Taurine 2. <laughs> uh, uh, Anna also says in their email, uh, P.S., it's probably also the reason I occasionally flick my lighter on just to smell the fluid scent after, which is probably, which I should probably stop doing for my health. No, I think that makes you uh, cool. Yeah, that'll... <laughs> huff more gasoline. Yep. 13-year-olds at home, huff more gasoline. Yeah, keep doing it. Um, it's good for you. Oh, crap. I forgot about this email. Oh, um, in, a, in another previous email, we talked about um, egos and, you know, Trog's husband, Trevor, was like, oh, yeah, eating eggos raw, something about that. Oh, God, we're I still, still talking about it. this. I no, still no, no, haven't no, done no, it. No. I still haven't eaten my shower orange. It's Sorry. okay. It's okay. Wayne will do it. Wayne will do it. We'll, for, we'll force Wayne to do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I, have I'll, to, I'll, I have to, like, October to the I'll, next meetup. I'll fly down and enforce it if I have to. But a viewer did mention how they would keep a bag of frozen waffles in their purse and wait for them to warm up. That's well, yeah. I remember a, that. Bro, yeah, I remember that. What? They, they yeah. have a, that viewer was named or listener was named Cheyenne. Uh and they have a rebuttal to us calling BS on them. <laughs> Again. Bulb, oh. I am Bulb, I am an, attaching nasty images to this email because you asked for them. You doubted me <laughs> on my egg and waffle story, and I have come to prove myself to you. I have not been anywhere recently. I went out today for the first time about two months to get my first aid certification. Uh, congratulations. And guess what I found in my purse? You guessed it. A two-month-old no. two pizza pop I had put in there to melt and eat while out and about. No! But, but, but forgot about it. They Obviously, I didn't get to it then. I hope this proves my story to you and you rescind my, your claim of BS. Also, my little brother would do the same thing when he was in high school, but in his cargo pant pockets. No, that's even worse. They attached the picture. It is like a, it is like, like, I, I guess it's like the plastic packaging that the pizza pop comes in. And it was frozen at some point, but now it's like all gray and moldy. No. And, uh, I've never heard of oh, pizza pops God. in my life. Look at, look at this pic. That's like a so, hot pocket. Yeah, it's like a hot, it's. It yeah, looks, I'm more specifically pointing out the poutine aspect of it. That sounds well, I, disgusting. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. But, but I like is, poutine, but... It, either this person... I believe this person now. <laughs> and even if... It, I, I believe this person now. And even if... Cheyenne, if you're listening, I, I fully believe you now. You have proven me wrong. Because either you... Either... Either you are telling the truth, or you are lying. But... You're going to great lengths to continue your lie, so you know what? Maybe you deserve it, so why not? <laughs> you were lying, but had a convenient rotten pizza pop line. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so thank you, Cheyenne. Uh, you, are, you are not a liar. When I was a kid, I remember at the end of sixth grade, there was this one weird kid, and um, at the end of the year, we had to clean out our lockers, uh-huh. and he, um, all of a sudden, one cluster of lockers had to be quarantined. Oh, uh, the everyone, everyone who was there r- was running away. And if you went near it, you would smell the most horrible, horrible smell ah. like that you couldn't ignore. And you could smell it from a distance. It's because for whatever reason, he was collecting cartons of milk from the lunchroom all year what? and then oh. opened them. Oh. He, he opened the milk cartons on the last day after them sitting in his hot locker for the entire year. And then he moved away. <laughs> that's, right. that's kind of no dope. one ever saw him again that's kind of dope actually that's really funny that is fucking weird <laughs> Fuck if yeah, i dude. knew i was gonna move from a school i'd do something like that 
<laughs> what are they gonna do? Go to go to like a, go go to a different state to get you in trouble? Like <laughs> it's a victimless crime, obviously. I mean, there's no rules about opening stinky milk. Like, there's not anything. <laughs> there wrong are with now. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, more set memory stuff. Uh, hey, this is from Pig Lover, longtime fan, Cordyceps slash Pig hey! Lover. Oh, shouts uh, out. Hi, Around two years ago at work, I was walking past the coworker and smelled her perfume. And instantly, my mind was transported back to in time to 2010 playing Call of Duty Mothware 2. More modern. I, 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 say, it, I, I say it with an accent. Mothware. On the, on the, with an accent? <laughs> uh, on the PS3. I couldn't tell you why she didn't smell like plastic or gamery or anything. It was a to- it was totally normal perfume. Anyways, turns out she was cheating on her husband and sleeping with one of the managers, and they're both gone now. Thank you for that email. That was a great All right. set memory connection. Um So now we gotta figure out why that Yeah, happened. you gotta now you gotta figure out why that perfume makes you think of modern warfare. Was your too. was your was your Xbox used and it was like emitting a new an interesting smell? Like <laughs> sometimes like that perfume, happens. Yeah, it smell like it could be. Maybe maybe the previous owner used a lot of perfume, so when you turn it on, the fans start going and it blows the fr- perfume into essence the console, off. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta make your Xbox feel pretty. Uh, some other interesting sent memory emails. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll I'll have this be the last one hi uh this is from chris hi my hands down weirdest scent memory is that i associate the smell of formaldehyde the chemical they use to preserve mm-hmm. stuff like brains and soft tissue with the daycare i went to before kindergarten what i realized yeah. this- I, oh, oh i can relate i don't know why i what? realized this sometime in fifth grade when we dissected sheep brains in our science class and I, I can relate. I immediately recognize the smell as something from the daycare. I have no idea what what this implies about the daycare institution I went to. And frankly, I'm too scared to find out. Yeah, I think it's like no, 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 no. I am right here. I am right here. A living, breathing human that agrees with that person. I know exactly what they're talking Why? about. It must have been some kind of daycare, like maybe some some cleaning thing that they used to be around little kids, or like maybe it was diapers or something. But, like, some, there is a smell at little kid daycare that smells like formaldehyde, because I remember the same thing. You just fucking unlocked a brain blast in me. What the fuck? Diaper embalming? <laughs> I had to bring I it to know. you. I had to bring it to you, but, like, long-term exposure to, to formaldehyde can lead to... Bro, they weren't literally pouring formaldehyde <laughs> on the kids. It's just the smell. Like, well, the exposure, like, the, 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 like the gas in the air can lead to, like, cognitive... Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't think they used formaldehyde. It was something that smelled similar, is all what right, I'm saying. All right, all right. I think, I think it might be related to diapers. I think that's the key here. <laughs> Diaper-like smell. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's it's white. It's made of cloth. It's, you know, it's like kind of like a mummy. Mummy, formaldehyde, embalming. Yeah, yeah. It, you're all, onto something. it all comes together. Mummies you're are just something. a giant diaper. It all makes sense. <laughs> mm. oh, don't let, don't let don't poop on them or you'll, or you'll incur the Pharaoh's wrath. Mm. You get a mummy's curse. Oh. All right. Bomb. I guess question bomb, of the bomb, week. Bomb, bomb. Oh. What would be the scariest mummy's curse? That's there you go. I like that one. No, that's no, not I, a I like one. that. I like. Shut if up. you, if I like you had a mummy's curse, what would you Shut do? Up. Don't oh come on! Like that. 
You're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get one reply. Trog, Trog, uh, how about you think of a better question? The point of the question is that it's supposed to come up like organically as like a topic. Yeah, dude, we just talked about mummies. We just talked about mummies. <laughs> oh, fuck off. All right, new podcast question of the week. No, Are mummies no. a diaper? No, shut up. That's no, even worse. That. That's even worse. I like the first one. I like the first one. I like the first one. I knew the second one was worse, but it was to punish you for being so short-sighted. Alright, I, I like I like this. Uh, don't listen to Trog. Send us, send us your hypothetical mummy's curse situation. <laughs> uh, Alright. Uh, bomb. Scream! Scream for me! I refuse. It's time for Bob's grievances! Oh. Alright. That's what this was. So first things first. I knew. I knew from the start. Oh yeah, when you were on the podcast last time, you you did not you were not on a main episode. You don't know enough about any of this shit, do you, Mira? No. Oh, that's right. That was it was the Elden Ring All right, episode. Bob's grievances. Let's start off with some viewer grievances or listener grievances. Sorry, I keep saying viewer. Um, this one is from uh, someone who wants to be called Silent Tower. That's a cool username. Um, hello, it's me. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, when I went to the store, hey Trog, it's us. <laughs> When I went to the store, they had the tiny bottles of Lao Gan Ma. So now yeah. it won't last as long, and I'll need to go out again! Damn. Oh, God. I feel that. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. They only have the tiny one? Terrible. Terrible grievance. You're gonna, like, starve now or something. Another grievance. From this one person also wants to be called uh, by something different. They want to be called Sony PlayStation. Hello. Hey, y'all. Mine is a grievance most dire. One night, I decided to order a Subway sandwich combo via delivery app. But my phone was on silence, so I wasn't notified of its arrival. <laughs> oh, shit. Fate worse than death. When I go okay. to what? No, go on. I'll complain in a minute. Yeah, this. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is this is caught mirror. This is common for Bob's grievances. You know what? What you know? It's it's about sharing. Yeah. When I go to check, I see that it was stolen, and the culprit had only left half of a soggy cookie in its place. What? <laughs> what? That's when I locked eyes with the culprit. A fat-ass raccoon is uh. holding my entire <laughs> is holding my entire meal away like a body bag. I was so upset. It ruined my entire night. Yours truly, Sony PlayStation. Hey, that ruined your night in the moment, uh, but that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's it's a good like, story. I would, be, I would be kind of happy if that happened to me, to be honest. <laughs> um, if, if a person only left behind half a cookie, I would be pretty upset if a raccoon did if i see if i look over i see it's a raccoon with the entire sandwich i want to i want to watch a raccoon eat a foot-long sandwich that sounds like a blast that sounds like like that is i would pay to see that oh dude dude holy shit okay so so you get a sandwich that comes with like au jus 
you know, that's that yeah. like meets French and dip. you give it and you give it to a raccoon and it dips it in the au jus. Oh, because it's gonna try and wash <laughs> it. Be so happy. You in, okay? In order to get the oh, raccoon to recognize that that, to, uh, that as something you could do, you would need a big cup of that shit. You would yeah. need like a pool of it. <laughs> you would need like a swimming pool of au jus. I mean, maybe maybe like a big bowl. I think a big bowl could work because they'll dip yeah, it in like right. small puddles. We they'll need dip to create food in small like puddles. A, some kind of Rube Goldberg Rube Goldberg machine to uh, like turn a raccoon into a professional chef <laughs> without it knowing. <laughs> just a just a big vat of like 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 a big old vat of like a like a what do you call it, like an egg wash or something, you get, get, get your chicken nice and egg wash, you like some flour, well, how do you keep trick, it from, it, trick it into putting it in some flour. How do you keep it from eating it? I don't know. That's part of the machine. It's the machine's <laughs> job. I don't have to invent that. Uh, Wade, what were you going to talk about? Or did you already... Uh, I was just going to, before the story evolved to a point where I was happier about what they were talking about, I was going to say, it doesn't matter if your phone's on silent. Am I the only one that when you order delivery, like, even if you're not hearing the alerts, you're just checking around the time that you think it would be there, like, constantly? If if I'm ordering food, I'm very aware of the fact that food is going to be there and I need to grab it. Like, especially in Texas, where it's really fucking hot, I don't want the food to sit in that for too long. Like, yeah. One more, one more. This is from a long-term fan, long-term fan, long-time fan. Uh, Jer- that fits too. Jerry, hello, I have no child, oh, I'm going to skip that part because it's not about anything. Hello, every time I get a DiGiorno's frozen pizza, the packaging is different. Huh. <laughs> it used to be a vacuum-sealed circle of plastic around the pizza and cardboard with the pull tabs. To peel yeah, the plastic yeah. pieces, then they had to go all eco and take out the cardboard. The pizza that I just put in had no cardboard, hardly a vacuum seal, and was sealed in the plastic within in a chip bag style, which requires scissors to open. Ah! Oh, I'm adding dramatics here. Why? I will say their their old packaging was very handy, but I, it probably was plastic intensive. Why have we not standardized the boxed frozen pizza packaging market wide? It makes me nervous for my next pie. Uh, thank you, Jerry. Uh, one of the maybe it's out. maybe it's they got patents. They got patents on the packaging. I used to eat DiGiorno's fairly frequently. I kind of miss it. That's the one frozen pizza that I really, really, really liked. Yeah, Actually, there were two that I liked. But nowadays, I don't eat them because I'm trying to be a little bit healthier. Um, the uh, And, like, the cardboard thing is is interesting. They, they went they went eco, so they took away the cardboard. But I remember they used to just... It used to just be a gamble whether or not you'd get cardboard. What? And sometimes there would be cardboard and I sometimes there weren't. That. Yeah, yeah. The, and, like... Is it DiGiorno's misprint? My, and and right. I, I specifically remember one time when I was a kid and my dad got us DiGiorno's and like he didn't he wasn't I was really excited because I love DiGiorno's. I was a little DiGiorno boy and my dad put the pizza in the oven and then uh, suddenly there was a lot of smoke and we opened the oven and he put the cardboard in with it because he thought there was no cardboard because there was no cardboard the last time. So we had a fucking cardboard cooked burnt crazy fire pizza play with the cardboard disc yeah i love to (laughs) throw it around like a frisbee you got a wood fire pizza nice (laughs) cardboard fire um, pizza. probably really bad so so here's the deal jerry you gotta switch to newman's own 
I was going to say, Newman's Newman's own thin crust is really good. You see Newman's face on the package, you know it's good. That's the other frozen pizza that I enjoy. The only other frozen pizza I like besides a nice DiGiorno's is Screamin' Sicilian. That shit's pretty good. They got that. They got Never that. They got that. That strip lot, cut pepperoni. The box looks like a mouth screaming, and inside it is the pizza. Yeah, screaming Sicilian. I think that they're trying too hard. Newman's Zone, I think, is is innovating in the right directions. They have they have Italian classics now. They have margarita pizzas and everything. Uh, the, the one I go for is the uncured pepperoni. Is really. But, but pick, what about uh, California Pizza Kitchen? Uh, <laughs> hey, YouTube. Poblano peppers. Focus. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> that kid left way more of an impact than he ever Do expected to. Do any of to. you have a grievance to share? On this I have a think. grievance. You have a grievance. Chog, you're up. Okay. This grievance requires a slight amount of backstory, oh. but not very much. Oh. You may or may not know that I own a certain t-shirt that has a certain phrase on it that could potentially be... A problematic phrase. Maybe not problematic uh, is the right word. Murder is fucking good? No, it's not that one. I don't own that one. That's your shirt. That's mine. I own a shirt that has the words not gay on it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am, but I own a shirt that says He's I'm gay. not because it's funny. It's ironic. It but the problem funny. is, is that you don't know that by just looking at me. So I went to Target the other day and only halfway through my shopping trip did i realize i was wearing my shirt that said not gay on it out in public by myself during pride month and i immediately became extremely embarrassed and i suddenly and suddenly i was in like a fucking episode of a sitcom where i'm like trying to find things to pull off the shelf to hold in front of my chest so that nobody can see what's written on my shirt now did you like you say like sitcom did you like go around screaming like no i am gay is is ironic no 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 (laughs) no no it was the opposite i was like i seriously i literally felt like i was in an episode of a tv show where it's like I'm, like, just walking around, just, like, doing my shopping, and I, like, look down at myself, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, no, I wore the not gay shirt. I didn't realize I was wearing this, because it's, like, the kind of thing where I just, like, threw it on, not even thinking about yeah, what was written on it, because yeah. I'm not thinking about it, so then it's, like, as soon as I realize it, I, like, I'm I'm pushing a cart, right? So I just, like, instantly, like, double over, like, I, I'm, like, leaning against the cart to hide my shirt. I'm, like, going down the cereal aisle, like, grabbing a box of Lucky Charms to just, like, hold in front of my chest, like, looking at it like, oh, I, I, this is such an interesting box of cereal. I'm gonna hold it directly in front of my chest as I walk <laughs> through the aisles. Like, I'm, like, trying to pull off, like, cartoon shit. Well, you said you went clothes shopping. Did you not think to, like, uh, get, like, a different shirt over your No, 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 it wasn't clothes. It was grocery shopping. Oh, I was at Target. Okay. And so, yeah, I'm basically just, like, going around feeling like a fucking cartoon character trying to do anything I can <laughs> to obscure the front of my shirt from view as I quickly finish my shopping well, and leave. 
Well, now you have a shirt that you know you can't wear one month. That's out the of problem. The year. It's like I it just totally I just didn't even think about it. And honestly, if it wasn't Pride Month, I maybe would have just been like, ah, oh, whatever. But it's like I feel like doing it, making this mistake during Pride Month is like, what if somebody thinks I'm like trying to make a fucked up statement or something? Like what if somebody's yeah. like, Oh, this guy Absolutely hates gay people so much and it's like, fuck, I don't wanna be that guy. I think I think like not to make you feel worse about it, but it absolutely comes off as that. I know. And it's like, you need the context. My husband isn't here with me. You don't know the context of the shirt. <laughs> I literally, I thought about like, what if I just like duck down the milk aisle and then just like turn my shirt inside out really quick? But I was just like. Just to fold, just like, like pinch the top part of your chest where it says not so you can't see that anymore and it just says. I mean, gay. I basically was doing that. I was like holding hands in front of my chest. I was folding my shirt. I was literally about <laughs> to take my shirt off in the fucking Target and turn it inside out. But I was like, okay, that's probably worse. What if somebody sees me like taking my fucking shirt off in the Target and like calls somebody? It's summer. You could, I mean, Target has shirts. I was only there for like I was, they got shirts. I know, but I was only there for like five minutes. Like it was a super short shopping trip, so it's like I just got to get the last two All things right, I well, need and get the fuck out. That was really funny. Well, whatever, whatever that means. There, I've definitely seen a lot more unhinged shirts at oh, yeah. stores that are not ironic in any way. Asiago, <laughs> really. Yeah, they got the Asiago shirt. Yeah, like like people people will have like just uh like collages of just like you know the typical like un just just whacked out stuff that you'd see an old person say on yeah. Twitter. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that honestly around here. Well, think about it like this, Trump. Like you know how like all those websites will just like dump shirts and like with yeah. like they'll just. Like, yeah, they absolutely just take what they see on Facebook and put it on a shirt. And yeah, it that makes sense. I just I just don't see them around here, but, right. you know. Lesson learned, you gotta, I don't know, hold hands with Trevor. It's like I said, if it wasn't shirt. if it wasn't fucking Pride Month, I would not have thought that much about it. I would yeah. have just been like, oh, this sucks, and gone on with that day. But, like, literally, it was like, this is the worst possible time I could have made this mistake in my life. Uh, my grievance... Uh, is a uh, is uh, I so I've been drinking. My new favorite treat is uh I'm not endorsing them, but it is just tasty. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. that, that's a recurring theme here. Uh, Lacombe Coffee. That's the name of the company. They sell a okay for coffee lovers. This is really good. It is a mocha draft latte. So it's like it's like chocolate it's there's like a hint of chocolate it's a mocha draft latte it's cold brew and foamy nitrous infused milk when i drink this i feel like i'm fucking robocop (laughs) what does that (laughs) mean where so where's the grievance if you like if you like this treat so much one day i turn the can or i'm rotating the can and uh, this shit has a lot of caffeine in it. <laughs> it has 170 milligrams of caffeine. It's good. There's a huh. big, there's a lot of caffeine in this tiny can. And so my grievance is I found this new treat 
but now there's a stipulation where I can't just have these like every day or even every other day. It's it, it's got I have the the amount of time I can have this drink is I can't have this much caffeine every day. You know. I'm, I'm sorry. I zoned like, out, out at the start. What is this thing? It's called uh, Lacombe coffee. It's just like canned coffee. It's like canned. Of course, it has caffeine. But. But it has a lot of caffeine in it. I mean, what did you of expect? It has a lot of you, do you think? Do you think being able to just like look at somebody and see all of the arrest warrants out for them? The, do you think that just like comes for free? It's got to have <laughs> some kind of cost to it. It literally says it's like triple shot on it. Like, do you have the triple shot one? I'm looking uh, at pictures of it. No, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> listen, I'm just, listen, I'm just mad because it's like. Ugh. This shit tastes so good, but I can't have it all the time because it's a lot of caffeine and it's going to be like, it's going to overload me. But man, when I drink this, I hear in my head, um, like, like maybe like the Terminator theme song or like, <laughs> or like one of the like tracks they use in Dragon Ball when like they're not fighting, but they're like getting ready to fight. I hear that in my head <laughs> when I drink this. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's cool. Uh, any other grievances? Uh, sure. So, here's the thing, and I'm not sure if, if this is, like, a shared experience, but whenever I go to the store, sometimes I have to get pet food, right? Mm-hmm. You and do you have a pet. That, that, seems, that, that, that seems necessary, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been known to happen. You have to get pet food. Um, the pet food aisle at, like, every grocery store it looks like like every other part of the store could be, look fine. The pet food aisle looks like the lead up to a hurricane without fail. Like there's the shelves are empty, that everything is in disarray. There's just cardboard boxes that are hewn open and <laughs> like the contents are spilling out. And this is across like multiple stores I've been to. Is it and, a grocery store? Yeah. You got to get pet food at a pet store. They're right. always shitty. Grocery grocery store fucking pet food aisles are always bad. They're never good. The one time I went to a pet store to get pet food, I bought these cans of cat food of a brand that I didn't know. And the cans were so hard to open that, like, one time I yanked it open. I had to yank it open with so much force that it, like, cut my finger open. Oh, okay, well, that doesn't say anything. Wow. That sucks. But that doesn't say anything about pet stores. That You just got some weird cans. <laughs> and that's that, that's like every brand like it's always it's always like the the pet the pet stores always sell like shit that sounds fake it's, it's like fester's choice or like or like raw or like raw life cat food or something well the raw the raw stuff is legit that's legit very or good like for or cat. like 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 demon wolf special or something i don't know <laughs> i don't know i mean if you want help going to a pet store i can like, I, like I don't know the the one time I went, it's just like everything in the eyes. Like I don't recognize any of these names. These all sound like they're. These all sound like I would open it up and there's like rocks inside. And <laughs> the the one brand I did decide on injured me grievously. Well, um, I'm sorry for that. The anyway, I, I try to go and because it's always fucked up like this at the pet food aisle. They never have the type of food that Cup likes the most. So I always have to settle for something else. All right. And she doesn't like the food as much, and she doesn't finish it, and there's always, just like, dried, wet cat food in the bowl. And I have to deal with it. I have a grievance. So uh, there's, there's a game developer called Iron Galaxy that is uh, developing a game called Rumbleverse. Uh, and they put out a playtest uh, last weekend <laughs> on Saturday. 
And I'm fucking mad that their playtests are only ever... The first playtest was like an hour. It just came out of nowhere. It was an hour. It was so fun. This playtest was 24 hours. And I, it's still just a taste that leaves me wanting so, so, so much more. And they're fucking being coy about when the game's going to come out. And the... Ah, just... My grievance is uh, I wish they could let me play that game. Sad. You, should, you, should, you should get hired there. They yeah, that game was pretty day. dope. Who am I going to play it with? Other people. The, the, at the company. Play, nobody else. They don't have 40 de- employees that'll play the game with me. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of hard to field a battle royale. I will say that that game felt very finished. Yeah, yeah, like, it's ready. It needed, it needed some balance tweaks, and that's it. It felt yeah. like it was a complete game. Like the last, the last beta they did, the netcode was really wonky. This time it was much better. Little bit of little bit of wonkiness there, but it's because you're playing with Wi-Fi console players. That's unavoidable. Um, the and it really, it really does feel ready. The only thing that hasn't been tested is the duos, which is going to be tested in the next beta. Uh, but just put out the thing. Put out the like. Just let me play solo mode until duos are ready. Then I duos. I want to play. I'm going to guess that, I mean, the game does look finished, so if anything, I mean, a lot of the times you get, you know, you get to like 85% of the way with 50% of the effort and that last 15%. So I'm sure there's polish, plus there's probably like monetization stuff that they want to have ready when the game launches, because obviously you're not going to buy anything from a demo, right? So whenever the game launches, they need to have stuff that they can sell you basically yeah yeah that's true so i mean i'm totally like I, i'm of the opinion i said this on twitter i'm of the opinion when it comes to game dev take as long as you need like just make it right but also fuck i don't like there's not other than like neon white which just came out and dnf duel which is not out yet there's like no other games i want to play it's like we were saying 2022 not it's very sparse year for video games. There are some good some ones, good but stuff. they're few and far between. Fucking Elden Ring this year. I know. Like, but this that was one like of the best years for video games ever. But they, but they are spaced out. Mira, as our guest for this episode, do you have a grievance? Uh, kind of hungry. Nice. There, that's right. a good one. That's you know what? Me one. too, honestly. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Wayne, do you have a yippee? <laughs> <laughs> Yippee! We can't keep adding more yippee! segments like this. Yippee! Yippee! Wait, wait, yippees! Yippee! Do you so have one? Are you absolutely be happy about? Those are those are my yippees. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, things I'm happy about. Um, well, I really like Rumbleverse. It's cool. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. it was just, this is the, thing. the only it's thing you yippee. can think about. I've uh, friendship is great. And cool, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fun yeah. to meet new people. It's fun to meet, hang out with old people. Yeah, <laughs> friendship is great. I love food. I yeah, like to drink water. Uh, yeah, water, water with ice. <laughs> I love my cool. doggy. Whenever I like get a massage, that is awesome. Oh, I could use a massage. Oh no, you know what? You know what's my yippee? What's my yippee is I started going to the gym and I feel like I'm committing to it. And that's nice. a first in a very long time. Uh, you too, Trog. I know. Don't don't sell yourself short. I, I, both, I love it. Both I doing it. This street and find twenty dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? What was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is the podcast over? <laughs> no, well, I'll, no. I'll, I'll I'll raise a yippee for that. Yippee! 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 I got a yippee because I got all the letters in Coin River. Yippee! Yippee! yippee. This is sounding like the podcast is over. Uh, no! What do you mean no? What do you no, want to talk no, no, about, no. bro? 
It's not over because we still have our final epic segment. Okay. Yeah. yeah All what's ears. The, like, what's, what's Go the for it. Yee-hoo. Yee-hoo. I don't can know we, if I agree with this one. Can we do the plugs? I think I think that this has gone to shit. <sighs> can we do the plugs? Yeah. If you liked what you heard, we do other stuff. Twitch.tv slash team slash WRTV. I think that's the URL. Uh, Radio TV Solutions is our brand. Uh, the we are most of us are Twitch streamers. Everybody here streams on Twitch. Check me out. Twitch.tv slash Wayne Radio TV. Valp, where can we find you and all your beautiful things? Uh, I also stream on Twitch. Go check out my YouTube channel. B A A U L P. Uh, go follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'll we're all on Twitter. Something. I'll say something funny every once in a while. Straight up, you just Google our names, you get everything. Yeah. You it's true. Yeah, what about Mira? Google. Mira. What? You Google Mira Kurutaimu. You find all her stuff. Yeah. Just Google that username. It's fine. It's a, it's a lyric from K-On. If, if, you, if you can't spell it, just go watch K-On. Wait until they sing uh, Fula Mi Fula Time. Ra Kuru Ta I Mu. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Yeah. Look, the E look being an I. Uh, is there, do we have anything else? To, uh, we read, s- gather, eat, power. Yeah, read, we lock, read, weed, weed, we gather, eat, power. Go, hey, if you if you're one of the podcast listeners and you just listen to the podcast, I think that's kind of dope. But hey, uh, go watch our like stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? Go go support the stuff that makes us money. This podcast is free. We do this for free. If this is if this is one of your favorite podcasts, we do this for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should be thankful. So send us an email that says thank you. <laughs> yeah. Podcast at radiotv.solutions if you want to send us an email. And but say do thank you. But do a mummy story. Or a mummy. We a need mummy your, oh, now it's a mummy story. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's what's the scariest mummy curse. That's what uh, it is. Okay. Um, Great. The, uh, all right. Let's wrap it up with one final yippee. <gasps> yippee! Yippee! Fuck yes, sir. Hey, our guest <laughs> abstained. <laughs> Sorry, I was contemplating, but Valp caught me off guard with the fuck yes, leaving sir. the team over this <laughs> nightmare of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen-year-olds, you're thirteen-year. All right, final message. The podcast ends after I say this. Thirteen-year-olds, you're not welcome next month. Get the fuck out. Thank <laughs> you.